Good morning, and thanks for joining me once again for this devotional time. Well, if you would, please turn with me to Psalm 80, and we're going to read the first seven verses. Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock. You who are enthroned upon the cherubim shine forth before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh. Stir up your might and come to save us. Restore us, O God. Let your face shine that we may be saved. O Lord God of hosts, how long will you be angry with your people's prayers? You have fed them with the bread of tears and given them tears to drink in full measure. You make us an object of contention for our neighbors and our enemies laugh among themselves. Restore us, O God of hosts. Let your face shine that we may be saved. Well, according to scholars, the setting of Psalm 80 seems to be a time when the oppression from Assyria was resting heavily upon the tribes and kingdoms of Ephraim and Manasseh and Benjamin. Those tribes are mentioned in verse 2, and, and the request is made for the Lord to save them. During this season of great oppression, the people feel as if God has abandoned them. So Asaph says in verse six, for example, you make us an object of contention for our neighbors and our enemies laugh among themselves. Clearly difficult times are upon the Israelites. So there's a chorus that runs throughout this Psalm and it's found in verses three, seven and 19. Restore us, O God, let your face shine that we may be saved. This chorus seems to reflect the great ironic blessing found in number six of verses 24 to 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In Psalm 80, uh, the prayer is that God might make his face shine upon the people and be favorable to them once again. They desperately need him to, to turn his face back to them and smile upon them and rescue them from the destruction that is about to come. But sadly, we know from history that the northern kingdom, which included Manasseh and Ephraim, fell to Assyria. We also know from scripture why they fell. They fell because they did not repent and truly seek after God. You know, God is good. God hears and answers our prayers, but because God is good and righteous, God also takes sin seriously. He's a stern judge of unrepentant sin. And because the Israelites did not repent, 2 Kings 17 records the fall of Israel to Assyria. I can't help but think of how we need the Lord now to turn his face upon us. And yet we're not a very repentant people. You know, as an American Christian, I have received blessing upon blessing from God. I've been blessed to live in an era that has perhaps known more peace and prosperity than most generations. Granted, not for everyone. I, I know that full well. Uh, even as I have been blessed, some people have been oppressed. Some have endured terrible hardships and some due to no fault of their own. But generally speaking, we 
in the United States have known freedoms and blessings during my lifetime beyond those of most nations. But things seem to be changing. And I'm not a doom and a gloom sort of person. However, I can't help but wonder if difficulties lie ahead unless you and I repent and seek after God. I don't know. I'm not a prophet. But I do know that in my own life, I need to repent and more consistently seek after God. What about you? How do you need God to restore you? How might you and I need to repent for ourselves, for our own personal sin, and for the sins of our nation? With those questions in mind, I, I want to conclude our time together by sharing selections from prayers of confession found in the Book of Common Worship. I would urge you to pray along with these uh, as I offer them this morning. Let's pray together. Almighty, and merciful God, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Merciful God, in your gracious presence, we confess our sin and the sin of this world. Although Christ is among us as our peace, we are a people divided against ourselves as we cling to the values of a broken world. The fears and jealousies that we harbor set neighbor against neighbor and nation against nation. Lord, have mercy upon us. Heal and forgive us, Almighty God. You love us, but we have not loved you. You call, but we have not listened. We walk away from neighbors in need wrapped in our own concerns. We condone evil, prejudice, warfare, and greed. God of grace, Help us admit these and all our sin so that we may repent, turn to you, and receive forgiveness through Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. Amen. Well, as you continue now in the spirit of worship or as you go through your day, I would urge you to just take some time to, to confess your own individual sin and perhaps even the, the sins of our nation and the sins of our world. Let's repent, folks, and seek after God, and may God restore us. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace today and forevermore. Amen. God bless you, folks. I hope you have a great week. Goodbye.